0: You are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Dan Feldman here. Welcome to Locked On Pistons. You can follow Locked On Pistons on Audio Boom or subscribe on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at DanFeldmanNBA. I love conspiracy theories. Now, the difference between me and a lot of people is I don't believe most of them. Uh, Generally, I just think people can't keep keep a secret. You tell enough people something uh, massive, somebody's going to spill it if it's a lie. Uh, Of course we went to the moon. Nobody would be able to keep that a secret. If that was fake, the number of people who would have to be in on it would be so huge, somebody would spill. So I don't really believe conspiracy theories, but I get a kick out of them. I love them. I love reading about how we didn't go to the moon. I love reading about the JFK assassination. And yeah, I think Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone at least as a shooter because I don't think anybody could keep that a secret but I love reading about it so the NBA playoff storyline my absolute favorite and it involves the Pistons is whether Marcus Morris played for Markeith Morris after Markeith got hurt during the Wizards Celtics series we've got game five of that series coming up tonight but in game two Markeith injured his ankle, and it looked bad, and he talked about how bad it was. Then he comes out in Game 3 and plays awesome. Helpful in Game 4, too. Sparked a theory that maybe Marcus Morris took his place. They're identical twins. They have the same haircut. They have the same tattoos. Why couldn't they do it? Marcus denied it. He went on Twitter. He denied it, but he said it was funny. He got a kick out of it. Markeith Morris... He said it wasn't funny to him. This is a rare time you see these two disagree. There is such lockstep, even to a troubling degree sometimes. Uh, sometimes it's kind of weird when they play against each other, that they can't clash enough. A lot of people, uh, family members, brothers, twins, whatever, uh, a lot of them like to play against each other. They get up for that. They've competed with each other their whole lives. The Mori they have a different approach. They don't really enjoy it. I think they really liked being on the same team in Phoenix, so they didn't have to. There was even talk uh, that in Phoenix in practice that they wouldn't compete hard enough against each other. And there's talk about how they approach it in games, and I don't think it's a matter of, like, not giving it their all and not wanting to do the best thing for their team. I think it's more just about they're uncomfortable with it, and sometimes that results in them uh, not giving as much as they would otherwise. It might be they're all in that moment, but it's not as much as they could summon, as much com- competitive fire as they could summon against a different opponent. But Markeef said, no, nah, he didn't really think it was funny because he wanted the credit. He played well. He played well on an injury, the type of stuff uh, that is celebrated in the playoffs, and he didn't want Marcus Morris stealing any of that shine. They both also said that they would never do something like that, uh, which... Mm, I don't know. Markeith, uh, this was years ago, back when they were with the Suns uh, in an interview with the Arizona Republic. He revealed that they did it once in AAU, uh, that that Marcus had hurt his ankle. Markeith had already fouled out, uh, but they just switched. They switched jerseys on the sideline real quick, and the other one came, went back in uh, and pretended to limp. That's my favorite detail of this. He pretended to limp like he was hurt, but like recovering it could walk it off, so they did this cop to the to cop to it years later. Are we going to find out years later that Mar had Marcus play for him in these playoffs? I don't think so, but this is the type of conspiracy that might involve only two people. You don't have to tell Brad Steve or excuse me, you don't have to tell Scott Brooks, the wizards coach. You don't have to tell anybody in the organization you could just show up and they might suspect it but are they going to ask they got a healthy player now marquee denied this on the grounds that look at our games are very different and they are and the reason i don't believe this happened is because in game three marquee had a nice block at the rim marcus morris you've seen him all year with the pistons he is not a rim protector that's not what he does it comes very unnaturally to him. Marquise Moore much more of a, a rim protector shot blocker. So that block shot, yeah, that, that was enough to dissuade me other than the fact that, like, I don't think they'd try this. But I don't know. You don't know. We can't know. They look enough alike that if one of them said, hey, I'm Marquise, or the other said, I'm Marcus, I'm not going to question it. I think a lot of people who are around them more often aren't going to question it. Now, if you have both of them standing next to each other, people who know them well can tell them apart. But if you only have one of them, and he's doing what he can to look like the other, in the very small ways, they're, they're different, dressed different. They don't even dress that different. But in the small ways, they dress different, carry themselves differently. Whatever they can do, if the one's trying to impersonate it, I don't think we'd know. So I'm curious to see who we're going to get. And here's the other reason. I think it was definitely Markeef, who was playing for the the Wizards in, in uh, the last couple of games after getting hurt. That's because when the Suns traded Marcus to the Pistons, Markeef went instead. So follow along here: the Pistons traded for what they thought was Marcus Morris. Markeef Morris went instead. Markeef, who had been playing way better than Marcus. In the time leading up to that trade, the the more I were so mad about that trade, they sent Markeith to the Pistons instead and left the Suns with the bad Morris, which was Marcus. Then all of a sudden, Marcus, who you thought was Marcus, was playing better than Markeith. That's because it was Markeith. That's because the Pistons had Markeith playing well, and then it was too late. They had to roll with it. So once the Wizards traded for who they thought was Markeith, that was Marcus. And so the real Marcus is the one who got hurt, the one who injured his ankle. So it was Markeith who came for him. So this was the first time that Markeith was actually playing for the Wizards. Following along with the conspiracy, it's a lot of fun, isn't it? Okay, moving on to a topic that is far less enjoyable, I think, because everything to me is less enjoyable than conspiracy theories. Andre Drummond revealed he had surgery for a deviated septum. Uh, apparently he'd had trouble breathing through his nose for a while. Uh, really since he was at UConn, his entire NBA career kept putting off the surgery, which I get Surgery's not fun. I wouldn't want to have surgery. And if it looked like he didn't absolutely need it, I get it. Uh, but I also say that as somebody whose livelihood isn't quite as tied to being able to breathe through my nose, maybe this will make Drummond be able to breathe better. Uh, be able to play harder for longer. That's probably the hope for the Pistons. I mean, in the simplest sense, I just hope that this makes his life a little easier, that it's easier for him to breathe and operate and feel comfortable, and that's probably most important. Uh, But if it can help with his conditioning, all the better. I am a little skeptical. Uh, Sometimes you hear about these things and think, wow, this is going to be such a breakthrough. It's going to change everything for him. This is going to be such a miraculous thing, and you'll notice the big difference in his game, and this is what's going to turn around everything. And that's just rarely true. It seems like it should be a big deal, but these types of things for an NBA player, they just rarely come to fruition as this big change. I think we're still going to be talking next year about Drummond's conditioning, about his focus, about his ability uh, to maintain focus and energy while tired. Like Those things usually just don't go away. I think it's going to be more about a, a mindset change for Drummond, but some of it is conditioning, and I'm not sure this alone will fix it. There might be a small improvement with it, maybe, uh, but I am skeptical. I am holding out a lot of hope. I I don't see this as some great thing, and I also don't blame him for putting it off. I just don't think this is a huge deal, uh, but it is worth keeping an eye on. We will see how it goes. We'll keep an eye on everything with Drummond, the Pistons, and whichever Morris twin the Pistons have at the moment. You can follow Lockdown Pistons on Audio Boom or subscribe on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Feldman NBA. Thanks for listening.
0: Hi, this is David Locke, founder of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks so much for tuning in to your favorite Locked On Podcast. We have something really special going on here. We are the only daily local podcast format in the country, and we are one of the only places for local companies to be able to advertise on a podcast serving the fans the listeners that want your product locally. No other podcast network does this for you. And that's why we want you to advertise right here on your favorite Locked On podcast. Our audience is 98% male. It's about 77% between the ages of 25 and 54, and also 77% between 18 and 44. So you're hitting the core demographic. If your company wants men 25 to 54 or 18 to 44, then you should advertise right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We'd love to have you. Our rates are reasonable. It's all based on the amount of listens. So you can email me, David Locke, at dlock 9 at gmail.com, or contact your host. We'd love to have you aboard, joining in with the great success that we're having on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.